it's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the Corona Compta. Not sure what that means. The Corona Corrupter, aka let me cough on you to make you feel bad. <laughs> AKA everybody's I'm going to hit somebody who stole all the damn toilet paper. They gonna get these hands. I'm just letting, I'm just letting that be known. Bringing you yet another episode of switches sites. Episode 46 to be exact. Uh, today's date is March 12th, 2020. And boy, a lot of stuff has popped off this week, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better term. Um, stuff's getting crazy out here. It's getting real. Shit's getting real right now. It was weird. Like I had the best probably week in a while to some extent. Um, but also had just as much lows uh considering all this news and stuff man something really really dope happened this week for me um i cannot say anything about it until like a a good long while from now but man pretty great that's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna leave it at that um yeah so uh boy coronavirus doing damage man uh but we'll uh discuss uh some of the ramifications and impact of that uh very shortly um but for those that don't know this is switches sites um uh my solo gaming podcast where i talk about uh video games and nerd related things and all of whatever is pertinent uh around me um yeah i think that's it did i cover everything i think it did uh so um let's stop the daily dallying and get into it why not so first topic of discussion probably the biggest news uh info this week um since the corona coronavirus is doing damage um it did, did enough damage uh, to cancel E3. Like, I think is the first time E3 has been canceled ever, I believe. Because, yeah, at the worst, they just did it at different venues. I think they did it in Vegas one time and maybe some other state that doesn't come to mind. But they've never outright canceled an event uh or showing as they did this this year which is pretty crazy um you know uh of course everybody is uh in a flutter about it i mean you know a lot of people that were dead set on going um aren't going to be able to go now but you know obviously for safety reasons uh which is why people or they did cancel it basically so um, but at the same time, I don't know, it feels like, you know, considering 
what E3 this year was going to be like. It seems like all the, this is, this was a pretty easy scapegoat, potentially maybe like 25, 10% of, of, uh, you know, the reason to canceling this as well, you know, as a, like a kind of get out of jail free card at the same time. Cause like, you know, let's say if they just decided to cancel it all together, you know, without, without the coronavirus being into factoring in, um, I think we would see a much different kind of, uh, aspect of this where, you know, it would set a different precedent, but they did definitely assure that there's going to be a new one or, you know, one next year. So, but yeah, to cancel it outright, that's crazy. No postponing or delaying, but I mean, when you think about it, um, people aren't going to wait, uh, to announce stuff. Um, you know, whenever they were to move this, they would probably just, they need to get, uh, the news out by that time frame around June anyway, to, you know, get the marketing up and stuff like that. So it's like they were still stuck in a hard place either way. When you think about it, um, that's crazy though. Wow. Boy, this this coronavirus is uh doing some damage, man. All like sports events are like canceled. I think that's the first time a season has been canceled outright. Um, or I I guess their terminology is suspended, but um who who knows how how and to what extent that kind of goes. Uh I guess depending on what's going on. I mean work everybody's working remotely now or, or working towards that. It's crazy what this virus is doing at first. I was like, eh, yeah, it's just nothing, you know, flu is gonna and it hurt you more or whatever, but boy, it's officially a pandemic now. I'm not sure if, I'm not even sure if SARS reached that level. Maybe it did. It's been so long. I was so young too. But uh, it is crazy. And, you know, on top of that, it's probably going to be further ramifications. Like I see like evil is probably going to get canceled. Pretty much all of every event uh, that has a social gathering is going to be canceled for now. Um, And, you know, who knows how long this is going to last. Can't buy no damn toilet paper. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all need hoarding all the damn toilet paper i have to go to ebay pay 70 dollars to, to get some damn. that's crazy no 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 sir um yeah like <laughs> the, my local grocery store i checked cleaned out no toilet paper whatsoever <laughs> it is crazy oh boy yeah well, toilet paper of all things though what why i guess just to not interact or preparing to not interact whatever but it is what it is i guess um boy yeah man this is crazy really crazy don't even know how to describe it i really don't super crazy uh but yeah going back on topic um and you know 
uh, with a lot of good points that people were bringing up on Twitter about it as well as that, you know, how this is pretty, pretty important for especially indie uh, developers of games and stuff to kind of, you know, network and connect and grow their following or, you know, potentially get uh, exclusive deals with like, let's say Sony and uh, Microsoft and stuff like that as well. And I think those are the people that are going to be most affected by this as well. So, man, and overall, it's real crazy, man. How about Jesus? Um, just out of nowhere, just crept up on all of us. But, uh, yeah, man, definitely safety first. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, from that standpoint, completely understandable uh, to do it, but... Uh, at least I was thinking they were going to at least postpone it. But, you know, yeah, like I said, it's really uh, the moment of opportunity would have been over by then anyway. It would have defeated the purpose since, you know, uh, that is a definitely a, a prized event for games coming out in the fall, that fall and fall and things like that. So. Hmm. I, they did say that they were going to do an online equivalent, but yeah, I guess that on, on that as well as like, what's the use since, you know, most of the big, uh, big media outlets do coverage, uh, from E3 anyway. So that still would be just a waste for them also, but for what it's worth, I guess, I don't know. That is crazy. E3 canceled. For the first time, I think, in history. Sign of the times, man. <laughs> of course, it was the one I was like, I was seriously debating the going. I uh, I did apply to try to get like a um, industry pass, if you if you will, uh, but it did not um, got rejected. But I was like, well, hey, well, you got canceled anyway. <laughs> Don't want to be like that, no. But uh. Yeah, well, made my decisions for me anyway, so moving on. Um a lot of Resident Evil 3 news came out. Um specifically with OXM magazine. This was I think I believe Friday of last week. Um not gonna cover everything. But uh, it was a couple of interesting details that did catch my attention that we did not know before. Um, probably one of the bigger ones is that the dodge mechanic um, does have some context sensitive actions that Jill can do um, when you pull off a perfect dodge or basically dodge at the right last minute time uh, to at least what was shown in the demos was basically to go in slow motion. Uh, to shoot zombies, but apparently you can do other actions versus other enemies. So I believe they said, like, if you are facing Nemesis and he, like, gets you with his tentacle or, you know, attempts to get you with his tentacle, if you dodge at the right moment, there's uh, supposedly some context-sensitive action that she can do. I'm assuming maybe something like slash his uh, tentacle with her knife or something like that. That'd be cool, though. Uh, that, that kind of gives it a little bit of an action edge, but at the same time, doesn't feel like, okay, this is getting too actiony where, you know, it kind of takes away from the fear and kind of dread of, uh, you know, that, that is kind of a staple to Resident Evil as well. 
So crazy. Crazy. Um Yeah, a lot of this we kinda heard about. Uh they did confirm Hunter Beta. Uh, which basically was that monster, but it was kind of somewhat mm, a little ambiguous. That might be some uniquely new enemy, but that definitely was a hunter beta. Grave Digger uh, was in the, is gonna be in the game. That was the big worm. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that it may have not not made it. So that's gonna be interesting to see how they uh, reinvent that boss fight or. Maybe it's like, you know, maybe another persistent enemy, maybe to a lesser extent, uh, like Nemesis, I guess. Another uh, aspect that did like v- fascinate me a lot is that uh, you can apparently, uh, well, the, the subway system seems to have a bigger role than I think what a lot of us were expecting and uh, that it can basically take you. Uh, to new parts of the city so basically like a fast travel system um, through various aspects of the city which is making it seem way bigger than I think a lot of us at least anticipated so that's kind of cool to see see the extent of how expansive that's going to be yeah that is very interesting wow Yeah, they talk touch on like a lot of backtracking for, you know, hidden stuff like you kind of got a little bit of that in uh, RE2 remake as well. Um Carlos doesn't have his own campaign, so they did confirm that he doesn't have his own campaign, but he seems to play more of a role in this, which which was kind of anticipated. Um but I guess it seems like he's gonna yeah, so he may just show up on his own accord around the city as you're exploring, which is kind of cool. Um, what else? It was something else that was pretty cool. Um, maybe that was. Oh yeah, that um, for Nemesis that they're fleshing out the story, which the trailers were kind of alluding to more, so you might find out maybe potentially what what nemesis was before he became a nemesis <laughs> i guess um that maybe they're gonna add a human element to him that like you know um because I, I i say the biggest hint for that or indicator was like you know the one uh scene in the demos or you know the various gameplay footage they showed that like when you pulled his head up I mean, her head up, Jill's head up, like when she was getting out the ladder and and Nemesis right there, hey, bitch, just grabbed her by the head straight up and threw her over. It's like, why wouldn't you just kill her? I guess maybe that's where maybe some game logic comes into play, but I don't know. That seemed to hint possibly at like, you know, maybe some uh, human element. I think they even said here that Nemesis has some tie to Jill beforehand. Uh, yeah, um, both of them have history and reason to be struggling against one another. That'll be more fully explored. So I don't know that hints like maybe nemesis was an ex-boyfriend or something. That's at least my initial, uh, suspicion, but who knows? 
probably at least what was the biggest, uh, I think takeaway from this was that, uh, nemesis can actually, um, go into save rooms or basically break the save room mechanic, uh, where, you know, uh, at least for those that may have not played RE2 remake is that if you go into a safe room, <laughs> uh, at least if you're getting chased by Mr. X in uh, RE2, it was like, oh, well, all right. Uh, <laughs> just just throwing all other logic out the window. Like, oh, well, she's in a safe room, so I guess I can't get her. Uh, well, I guess I better explore, <laughs> better explore the rest of the, the RPD. Um, uh, it was pretty funny, too, because I, I know I recall being in a lot of scenarios like that where I'm getting my ass chased by Mr. X. I'm like, oh God, oh God, I gotta go to safe room. In a safe room. Oh, okay. Safe. As as a safe room is. So um and then yeah, he would just go about his route. Uh but he would still like uh he could still like hit you <laughs> uh if you're in the you know, have the door open and you know you're within hitting distance. Um so there was that factor but all in all, he physically couldn't go into the safe room. So, um, but I guess basically there was a misunderstanding with that. Uh, so I guess OXM kind of messed up on that aspect. So they did clarify that, uh, the safe rooms are actually safe. Um, that I guess there was a misunderstanding where, you know, uh, it, it was in the Resident Evil 2, uh, remake as well, where there are these kind of pseudo save rooms where basically there's a typewriter, but it's like an open space. Like I think the one that comes to mind is the one, uh, near the front of the RPD, uh, the, and the main entrance, like, you know, when you go in there and there's that easily, uh, that easy, um, typewriter save spot there. And I believe an item box as well, which are obviously the biggest staples to a save room, uh, outside of, you know, not having a, uh, uh, private enclosed space. Um, but you know, in that scenario, um, tyrant, uh, was fair game, uh, zombies were fair game. So, um, I believe that's what they said. They got mixed up on because there was a same similar room like that, at least what they uh, were claiming in, in, in that, uh, that article. So yeah, would have been cool. I, I have to admit would have been a cool dynamic um, or at least uh, I wouldn't have wanted spoiled actually, but I mean, it would have been cool either way. Um, but apparently that's not the case, but you know, if you really wanted it, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to mod it in eventually if you have the PC version. So probably is modded in RE2 as well. I would assume, or maybe there's just some weird, direct programming that would like um conflict with the games i guess internal ai and stuff like that and who knows but um yeah so overall boy this hype is just increasing either way i mean uh nemesis safe room be damned um all this hype the hype is getting great just saying i'm just saying you know, I was seeing some videos on RE Resistance as well, and that's even looking up, shaping to be even a little bit more beefier than I uh, anticipated with the new characters and the rebalancing and the new um, masterminds and stuff. So, who boy, RE3 is looking to be 
Destiny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I mean, I did, but I didn't mean. I guess I felt. You know what? Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> uh, sticking into and keeping with uh, RE remake news, or not even RE remake news, but RE related news. Uh, the infamous, infamous uh leaker known as uh, Dust Golem, um, revealed some uh, very cryptic screenshots that uh, he pieced together. Uh, he's pretty credible as a, you know, leaker. Um, so, I mean, of course, you can still take things with a grain of salt, but, I mean, I'd say a lesser grain of salt in this disrespect, but um, he revealed some screenshots. They were at least... Uh, very, you know, uh, separated, segregated, but um, through a reset error thread, kind of pieced it all together. Um, and there's some interesting uh details for sure, for damn sure. Um, the biggest one, or at least the the most. I guess recognizable aspect. Uh, there's one screenshot shows a dude's uh, hair and a uh, part of his ear. And I would be call me Lucy and put my name in peanut butter. Cause uh, by golly, this has to be uh, Kevin Ryman from Resident Evil Outbreak. So uh, that therefore uh, at least somewhat solidifies that we're more than likely getting a Resident Evil HD collection that we've, uh, at least me personally, and a lot of other Outbreak fans have been clamoring, praying, and wanting for so long. Uh, we finally might get it sooner than later. Um, and it looks just like the PS2 model of his character, um, at least from the cut, from the very, you know, somewhat um small amount of seeing this character but boy oh boy it's looking good i mean from what we could see but um then there's a couple other screenshots that are much harder and difficult to make out um there's two that seems to be tied to each other it seems like a static camera angle from like what looks to be the attic of um Resident Evil Resident Evil One remake, but uh it's hard to tell. Um maybe something from RE Zero. But um the only thing I could think of that, you know, wouldn't be, you know, newsworthy or that would be newsworthy is that Maybe there's some cool, like, straight-up Wesker game where you're playing as Wesker, recapping the moments of the original Outbreak incident, or, you know, maybe zero through two or three, I guess. Um, but, you know, they kind of technically already have the Wesker asset in play, you know, having them in a RE0 already. So, I don't know. That could be a possibility. I can't think of anything else. It doesn't seem like it's something 
brand new. I think. Now from what I see. Oh, I mean, you know. Brand new, brand new, I guess. I don't. You know what I mean. Um, Then there was this last one that was like, I can't freaking tell what the hell this is. Maybe it's a dude. Might be a character model. Wow, now I'm starting to see that now. Looks like a character model. At first, you couldn't really make out what it is, but... Oh, wow. But, um... For this, in turn as well, um... There must be something. So, uh, I guess staying in line with that, that that could, uh, in what could be a possible correlation, relation, what have you... The same leaker also reveals some more information in regards to um, specifically um, some of, the, of a uh, Silent Hill reboot and revival. So, ah, interesting. I think this is just some new developments, actually. So at first, um, we heard about this way back that Silent Hill was planning to come back and um, they are outsourcing to other some developers and, and, and teams and whatnot. Um, but we, you know, weren't sure or aware of who that was. So apparently there are a couple of them, but one of the few, um, at least what it seems now, breaking news or <laughs> breaking rumors, if you will, uh, that apparently uh, they're in works with Sony now. So I thought thought at first that maybe Capcom was more than likely probably was, to be honest. I mean, of who of all people to team up with than your, you know, former competitor in the horror game genre than uh, Capcom. So it would not surprise me if they, you know, reached out to them at some point to try to work something out, possibly, maybe. Um, But on top of that, that the reboot might be um, might be underway with the former team silent or, you know, the people that actually made the first game. So, I mean, outside of Hideo Kojima, obviously, that'd be the best best hands uh for this project to be with if it you know does come to light um and even project siren which is a game i've not played but i heard a lot of good things about in terms of a you know survival horror game so uh interesting 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 at least what i was gonna say is that (laughs) uh it, it seemed to be a a possibility that um, Konami might have reached out to Capcom to try and work on Silent Hill or, you know, reboot it. But it seems like that might be actually with Sony directly, which it honestly is a pretty smart move or actually, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, given or should be a given considering, you know, uh, the PT demo and everything, which was pretty much basically exclusive with Sony in terms of the demo and, and all that. So, uh, surprises didn't happen sooner, but you know, maybe business probably gotten away out of soon. So, um, 
Interesting. Very fascinating. Um, so that'd be cool. Yeah. If, if not Hideo Kojima, who else would be, <laughs> but, the you know, original developers of the first game. So that would be cool. Hope that does actually come to fruition. Uh, at least as it's intended to be. So interesting stuff, interesting stuff. Was there any more info? regarding that was notable oh it seems like apparently sony tried to mediate konami and kojima and get them buddy buddy back um according to Eurogamer as well so So apparently it did start development last year and Masahiro Ito was working on it. I believe he was the, he was the director of the first game. Um, interesting. Uh huh. Wow. So yeah, I at least read more into this. So Sony worked something out with Konami and the rights for the two titles were given to Sony. Hmm. Very interested in how that worked. Yeah, it's still kind of in the air, but apparently this is this is a trusted and valid source. Huh. Interesting, interesting stuff. But yeah, I guess we'll have to wait, wait until we find more developments on that. But pretty cool, pretty cool uh, stuff. Uh, try not to go into the rumor, you know, uh, mill too much. But I mean, some of these are pretty valid. Um, and seem to hold a lot of credence at least from some verified consistent rumor uh leaking folks so um yeah so keeping in that uh well i guess technically capcom (laughs) related stuff uh hideki kami you know of course the man the myth the legend of uh the platinum fame uh who of course made created the first devil may cry i think he uh helped with resident evil 2 the original one or i think he produced he might have produced or directed um re2 i believe i think he produced i want to say um apparently he would be down to make god hand 2 um you know, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, Hideki, uh, by all means, please, please. And thank you. He also, uh, talked about making Okami too. Uh, but I believe he can't technically, well, I mean, he could, but, uh, he can't do it on his own, you know, fruition because uh, I believe that IP is owned by Capcom of which he's obviously no longer with currently. 
Uh, I guess the same goes for God Hand because I think it was made by Clover, which was with uh, what's his name? How can I forget him? Uh, Shinji Mikami, um, directed by him, but I think Clover ended up turning into platinum. Uh, but those rights, no Clover was like a sub company of Capcom to some weird extent like that. But, uh, after I think they, uh, I think the people who were at Clover, uh, went and formulated into platinum. And I think maybe a couple others went to tango, which is, I believe, um, Shinji's company now where, is it it's tango right tango let me fact check right now just to be sure uh what is it yeah tango okay just wanted had to be sure had to be sure um so yeah, so uh, apparently if he had the rights, uh, he would be down to making a God Hand, even though, you know, it was directed by the legend himself, other legend himself, Shinji Mikami. So, but I mean, I'm all for a continuation of that franchise. I mean, they have a great foundation there. So uh, let me quote uh, his statement on a uh, God Hand um, he said, God hand is Mikami's Mikami sans game, a quick camp come of my own volition. Sure. I'd love to make a sequel. I've never been a producer and I don't have what it takes. The company would be in serious trouble if I were CEO, <laughs> CEO, uh, sure. I'd love to make Okami too, even if we're the ones making the games, the rights belong to the publishers. No. We have not been bought out by Tencent. It's pronounced Platinum Games. I bet 10 years from now, I will still be tweeting the same stuff. So I guess it it, it was translated. So I mean, some of that might be a little broken, obviously. But um, it is cool. At least there is some interest there. So maybe that kind of won't happen. But boy, some God hand. I love, love me some damn God hand. Can't wait. Uh, well, there's nothing to wait for because we don't know yet, but would at least love to see maybe a remaster better yet, like a remake or even better a sequel. Um, just as long as they keep that awesome, uh, very flexible, um, combat system with, you know, the, customizability of your uh combos ah man just thinking about that game now kind of makes me want to play it Ugh. such a shame that game is so great underrated man underrated um uh sticking with um platinum games news as well uh, in regards to the heavily rumored or hinted at a uh, scale bound. So it seems like kind of that they squashed any um, potential of it coming back. 
Um, even though, you know, there were the rumors that it might be transitioned to the Nintendo Switch or maybe, I guess, maybe Platinum isn't working on it, but I don't know. At least from this statement, it uh, seems like it is pretty squashed. So according to uh, JP Callums, I'm assuming he is with um, Platinum to some extent. Uh, and Maybe I'm guessing on a development team. Um, we had our chance. We failed. They know why we failed. Lots of great people left after we failed. Some because we failed. I'm sad that is now a drunken meme. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, this isn't like the nail in a coffin, it seems like. But I mean, it's a pretty, pretty solid, uh solid indicator that there doesn't seem to be anything happening at least as of now I don't think could be but I don't know man Mm. sad to see but I mean that would be a great comeback story for sure if that ever comes to light again and not in a cancelled form and we say Scalebound as a fully published game We'll see. We shall see. Moving on. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, so apparently there are rumors of a of a, a Nintendo Direct uh, next week. I mean, it would kind of make sense since uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> slash Doom the uh, combo comes out next week. So, um. Maybe it's probably just a fully, you know, land home um, Animal Crossing or maybe announce something completely new. But uh, it seems like it could be, you know, a complete new direct, you know, showing a multitude of games to come out. But hard to say. Um, But that is the rumor going around. So, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably just going to be a traditional. mm, Yeah, it's hard to say, but I'm pretty sure it's going to mention Animal Crossing. I doubt they would do another one, though, because they already did the one earlier in the month, I want to say. So probably might be a legit uh, Nintendo Direct showing a lot of new games. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Nintendo could take the floor with that if if it comes to be. And, uh, boy, you know I'm loving these rumors. So, um, <laughs> let's keep the tradition going. Uh, apparently, I'm not sure if you guys remembered, uh, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered was supposed to be a thing like, boy, like three, four years ago, I think. Uh, but didn't come to be. But apparently, uh, that's coming back. So, uh, uh, so somewhat of a fairly uh, reasonable leaker as well was revealing some information that Modern Warfare Remastered is coming this year uh, with multiplayer. So I, I don't it's hard to uh, fully trust this, of course, but um, I mean, the only reason I could think of that is considering that this year is 
pretty much, I think, pretty for sure going to be Black Ops 5, which, uh, you know, considering the hasty um, kind of uh, ordeal with, I believe, Sledgehammer Games, which made uh, World War II, Modern Warfare World War II, uh, which was the last game before they ultimately got um, axed. Um, now there's only Infinity Ward and Treyarch. So basically, uh, Treyarch is, has to go <laughs> only like, I think only two years technically to turn out uh, Black Ops 5 after, you know, making Black Ops 4. So that's going to give them a lot of pressure. And apparently it's supposed to have uh, a single player campaign uh, as well as the multiplayer this year. So... Uh, it's gonna be uh interesting to see how this plays out, but I mean, this would make sense considering that this might be pretty likely that this is gonna be a um very um divisive game in terms of reception, kind of like Infinite Warfare, even though it is a continuation of Black Ops, which um are one of the top least. Call of Duty series uh, next to Modern Warfare. So, uh, but it's weird that like normally it's with Treyarch or I mean, you know, normally Infinity Ward sticks with their games and Treyarch sticks with their games. So it'd be kind of weird to have Infinity Ward release yet another game alongside Treyarch at the um, presumably same time if they're going to try to do that shovelware type, you know, hey, you can only get Modern Warfare 2 if you buy Black Ops 5 and vice versa. So, uh, I don't know. My my suspicion, if anything, uh, or speculation is that probably, and what will make more sense overall, I think, is to just straight up release Modern Warfare Remastered this year and then give Treyarch, you know, some t- more time to polish and you know finish up black ops to make it better than maybe it would be if it if it were to come out this year and basically just give them another schedule or their traditional schedule actually to actually bring out black ops 5 because it i don't know it seems a bit too soon and i think we're at like a climate with modern warfare or call of duty i mean to release games uh, on their own, at least in this case, or, you know, release remasters between games instead of, you know, trying to reinvent the wheel every single damn year, um, which I think might work better in the long run. And, you know, let's say Modern Warfare Remaster 2 comes out this year, and then Black Ops 5 comes out next year, and then let's say... Black Ops 1 remaster comes out that year and then uh Modern Warfare 2 boy that's going to get confusing. Modern Warfare 2 is going to get <laughs> released next year. Boy, that that's going to be some confusing uh <laughs> for well I mean, you got the remastered part that's going to kind of differentiate it. So we'll see, but I mean, I feel like actually that might give this rumor more credence um, if that's the case because I don't see 
um, Activision releasing both Modern Warfare 2 Remastered as well as Black Ops 5 within the same year or at least within the same proximity or bundled together. That just doesn't register right, especially since they're both, I guess, technically competing um, development teams. Um, you know, when you think about it at the end of the day. Um, but, I mean, what the cool part that I'm least excited about, if true, is that it is coming with multiplayer, which, you know, at least when it was rumored to be coming out a few years ago, it was only just going to be the campaign. So, and boy, Modern Warfare 2 was definitely by far my favorite multiplayer uh, of Call of Duty, probably up until... Uh, the current modern warfare it's, it's 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 been a while since i played obviously so i mean i don't know that's up for debate for they're they're both neck and neck at the very least i'd say so who knows um so i mean it, it could be it could be i guess but it's uh I, I i'm not sure man i'd love it though I sure as hell will love it. I will welcome it with open arms. Oh, oh you need, you want to, you want to take my bed? All right. I'm going to just sleep. I'm going to just sleep on the floor. Modern Warfare 2, you can, that's, that's okay. Anything for you. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, boy, and like, what in the world Um, freaking, um, turning to the dark side uh, freaking uh, Green Ranger out of nowhere <laughs> type news. Um, the sinking ship that is that is his GameStop, and who comes to the rescue to hopefully maybe save the corporation, uh, company. Uh, who else but your man Reggie Fizame? So apparently. Uh, Reggie Fizame is joining the board of directors for GameStop or of GameStop, uh, obviously in an effort to, you know, uh, save the company from its uh, very eminent demise uh, in terms of the uh, the current status of it, where, you know, obviously with all these store closures and um, Game Informer, a lot of the staff being removed and um getting laid off there. Um, so, I mean, I think if all people, it would be Reggie fils to be honest. I mean, considering, obviously, his tenure with uh, game, um, not game, <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, but, man, if you listen to uh, this one podcast, I forgot what it's called. But, basically, they had an, they did an interview with Reggie fils and basically just just going around his uh backstory uh the companies he was with before coming to nintendo and things like that the dude is is sharp in uh the 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 you know uh sp- specifically uh the marketing department which is obviously where definitely uh gamestop has a lot to gain as well so it is crazy man um uh, I, I think he said he worked at Chuck E. Cheese's, um, in from there on their corporate level. I think he worked with Domino's or Pizza Hut. I want to say Pizza Hut, uh, as well. So, I mean, 
he definitely has a very good grasp and understanding in terms of, you know, uh, what's needed to be done to try to move this company in the right direction. So uh, it's going to be pretty fascinating to see uh, how he handles that. Um, he seems the type to like this type of challenge. So, I mean, I think he's only going to thrive, hopefully, ideally, in terms of, you know, saving the sinking ship that is currently GameStop. I don't want to say that, but I mean, I don't know. It's a sign of the times, really, because, you know, everybody's going online now to get stuff. Uh, spec- I, I'd say spec- uh, specifically uh, games as well and, and, you know, things like that. So I don't know. And I mean, I think in general, retail is is starting to go away from brick and mortars outside of, you know, the obvious essentials and stuff like that. But time will tell if uh, the God... Mr. AKA my body is ready. Uh, will make GameStop ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. <laughs> that sounds like a news headline. Will Reggie fils uh, the man whose body is ready, make GameStop ready. Find out right now at 5 PM. Janet. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to be interesting. Best of luck to it. I mean, of course, I like to see GameStop stay as much as I don't like some of their antics. And, you know, hey, you want to buy, um, want to buy, buy a uh, disc protection for $25? Okay, I'm exaggerating. They only charge you three. But I mean, it's like, I'm not gonna, I don't plan to sit on my disc. I don't plan to th- throw this around like a fr- Frisbee or anything. I'm just going going to take good care of it it's like like are you i'm actually offended do you think i'm just gonna i'm just gonna scratch up my disc like that what do you take me for some some damn some damn heathen away with you <laughs> away with you peasant <laughs> i do talk like that in in life so you know it's gotten me far not really not really Moving on. Uh boy, some interesting details. I mean, this is this is as pretty much uh clear cut as it gets. Uh, apparently, uh a new Tony Hawk game is coming out this year. Uh it was it was leaked on Facebook. Basically, uh somebody uh said some mess. Um I guess I think the band that's on the game <laughs> after this, it may be uh, up for debate if they're going to still be in the game, but uh, they said they just licensed five new songs to Tony Hawk 2020 game. You'll be hearing this shit soon. Are we though? Are we though? Def set? Are we though? Because uh, you just, you just broke NDA, man. You just broke NDA. I don't know. We'll see. So it could be anything, but, uh, Let's hope it's great. Let's hope it's not, you know, Tony Hawk five or, uh, ride, <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk, 2020, uh, 2020 game is Tony Hawk ride remastered. You're welcome. Like what? <laughs> we didn't ask for that, but, but guys, we've heard you Tony Hawk ride, but you can play now in VR 
what that doesn't make it any better i'm i'm on a i'm on one of the damn cheap ass uh damn skateboards but then i got the i got the vr headset that's that's like that's a hazard though i don't know if i what <laughs> everybody's just confused what is <laughs> just keeping with the tone deafness of it all it's like y'all don't get y'all fans man what is this <laughs> i want a clean concise skateboarding action where i'm you know doing the manuals and i'm doing the button combinations to do different different types of tricks and and spins and and shifts and and spine transfers but i don't want ride again i don't want ride again um (laughs) so i hope um hope it sticks more to traditional tony hawk as we all know and love and have favorited uh personally i anything as close as possible to uh tony hawk's underground i'm all for i'd be on it um or you know even the older ones i don't have much of an attachment to you know at least the the favorites like tony hawk's pro skater 2 and i guess the original one and i think three I think those are at least some of the highly regarded ones, but thug baby, thug all day for me. Wanna take <laughs> take a picture on my flip phone, uh, transfer my character face again, and have that whole fun experience. You know, the only way you can. Well, guys, I think that covers all the news today. How about that? How about that? Put that in a sandwich and eat it. Not sure what to take from that, but you know, hey, there you go. So um, let's uh, move into, um, not sure why I cut off there. Um, Moving to games I've been playing. (laughs) You already know. Do I even have to tell you right now? Do I even have to tell you? Okay, you already know. Uh, so for those that don't know, of course, finally, finally, where's, where's the rock where you need finally, um, modern warfare, uh, released with a lot of blue balls and a lot of nut tickling with no payoff. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we'll stick with that. (laughs) A lot of nut tickling with no payoff. Um, (laughs) Nut tickling with no payoff. <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> I'm going to go with it, though. I'm going to go with it, though. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. That took me out. That, that really took me out. Oh, <laughs> all, all that nut tickling with no payoff. All right. You know. Um, Modern Warfare finally. Gave us that release we've been looking for. Okay. Gave us that that sweet, sweet release of uh finally coming clean and uh giving us giving us that battle royale we we've been clamoring for. So uh this past Tuesday, they at least announced it on Monday. Um 
but they did finally release it on Tuesday. I believe for people that already purchased the game, um, they were able to play it at 8 a.m. And then for people who uh, didn't purchase uh, Modern Warfare, they had they got to play, start playing and downloading or downloading and playing at 12 p.m. on Tuesday. So basically, uh, Modern Warfare uh, Warzone is basically uh, free to play. So pretty much anybody can play for free on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, um, where it's some straight up battle royale, man. Uh, you also have another mode uh, called Plunder, but I guess I'll touch on that. Um, so Plunder is basically roughly, it seems, mm, it's hard to describe. It's like a very extensive mode. It It does have some of the same aspects of battle royale, but you don't get the stakes like a battle royale you respawn. Uh, but basically the main goal is to collect enough money at the end of the game, which is basically like a 30 minute timer for each match. Um, or, you know, whoever manages to get a million dollars, um, before that time limit, uh, wins. So, you know, there's some dynamics there. You get to pick your class and, um, you also, there's the dynamic where basically uh, you pretty much loot the whole map to, you know, get money and things like that. But uh, if you kill um, an opposing team that does have a lot of money and they'll be indicated on the map, uh, if they are like, I think the top three on the team that have the most money, uh, you can basically shoot them and kill them. And basically you can take their money and then, you know, you'll probably more likely be on the map too. Then there's some other dynamics to secure your money, which is like um, cash points where you can basically deposit your money. So whenever you get killed, it won't be taken away and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. It's definitely not the um, the, the the game seller, of course, um, but it was it was pretty cool. I played like two matches. I think we got we got a third one or did we win? No. Nah. I think I, I think we got third in one of the matches I played, and then the other one I think we <laughs> didn't even didn't even come close. Um, it was like a draw, really. But I mean, I was playing with randos, so you know that's hit or miss in of itself. But that's hit or miss in of itself. But of course, the bread and butter, the biscuits and potatoes, the cheese and gravy is uh battle royale i'm very surprised i actually just straight up said battle royale because you know obviously uh treyarch was being very coy and you know um trying to own the mode as its own uh you know going straight up with blackout but at least in this one they're like hey you know what <laughs> we're not even gonna try to try to you know try to fubble it on you it's uh it's battle royale so there you go. But uh man, I don't know. It feels like the it feels like the um the most um likely I'll be playing Battle Royale consistently uh than all of the other ones uh that I've played so far, I feel at least. Um, you know, because I tried PUBG, 
I was like, yeah, uh, considering it's been a while since I played, I guess I can say, I can't say the same for Fortnite because I despise the freaking, um, the building aspect. If it probably didn't have the building aspect or there's some mode that doesn't have building, maybe I'd probably play it more than I, I have been. Um, and then there's Apex Legends, which is probably maybe second. But I don't know, maybe I just for whatever reason, I just fell off playing that as well. But uh, I don't know. I guess it's maybe just the random factor um, and just a not enough, um, I guess, opportunity or some form of fairness, I guess, if that makes sense. And that's, I think, why I'm going to stick with playing or at least I feel like I'm going to stick with playing Warzone a lot more than any of the other Battle Royale games because it does a lot of good stuff that uh, at least fascinates me to keep on playing, I feel. Um, Probably the biggest uh, aspect um, is the Gulag. So what's really cool about the Gulag is that basically it's a consistent comeback mechanic, unlike, you know, some of the other Battle Royale games, even though they you know, kind of implemented it over time from other ones, or I guess Apex Legends being the biggest impression uh, that it, that's, you know, been uh, set upon them. Um, but this one is a pretty cool just comeback mechanic. So basically you're playing Battle Royale, uh, you get killed, uh, you basically have one chance to come back. And basically when you do that, you get like uh, put in the gulag, which is basically like this, prisoner uh base if you will and uh basically it's a 1v1 match with another random person that got killed as well basically you have a one-on-one match kind of like gunfight but just with one other person uh 1v1 instead 2v2 uh, where you get a random uh selection of weapons each time and then basically uh, if you manage to kill the person, uh, you get to drop back into the map. And if you get killed, um, you're that's it. But basically, if you're one of your teammates are still alive, they can buy you back into the map as well. If they get enough money uh, throughout uh, playing the game on the map as well. So I think that's a pretty fair kind of method. And it felt... Um, it just felt like fair, I guess. It's like I f- it you you it feels like you just have to earn it, and then like you know if you get killed, it's like well hey I, I had a chance and I blew that too. So it's like you you don't feel as I guess uh, sour about it. You know you get like <laughs> you get shot by a dude camping in a toilet and you're like well well shit, but you know like oh well hey. I came back from, you know, killing a dude in a gulag. So now I'm good. And then you kind of get that. I don't know how to describe it. That kind of a mini rush when you get a kill. So you kind of get that uh, out your system, I guess. I'm not I'm trying to find a terminology for it, but um, warmed up, I guess. Just just getting that warmed up feel of, you know, getting a kill. And this is probably the game I've gotten the most kills in a Battle Royale match, um, Battle Royale game that I have uh, in the other ones. I'm not saying that I am not wasn't capable. I just felt like maybe I wasn't familiar with the 
mechanics of um battle royale at the time as much as i am now kind of playing multiple ones and like you know getting a vibe for what each one's uh each one does different and whatnot and kind of the general um rule of thumb rules to go by uh kind of guidelines from the previous ones so uh, at least with this one um yeah man i don't know i think just on top of just the superb superb gunplay this game um which i feel is just great the time to kill is 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 you know not as short as the multiplayer but still reasonable and fair i feel i think that was another gripe i had with uh some of the other battle royale games especially um blackout with all the damn armor and all these damn attachments and and, and, and whatnot um it felt like it took forever to kill people in a uh, blackout which i think i mean it's good or bad depending on how you look on it uh but i don't know i feel like it it was on the side of being a little too tanky um but you know with warzone it feels like it's way more way more fair i guess or you know kind of like if you get the jump or advantage you have you pretty much you know kind of uh ultimately kill the person i don't know i just felt like i liked overall um vibe mechanics of this game uh so far and i think uh i think that also kind of leads to the net code as well i think i don't know it feels like when i aim at something the shots register like they should compared to like blackout i felt um that it i don't know maybe it was just the environment i was playing in just the connection environment what have you but i don't know i felt like just shots were off when they shouldn't be and uh you know things like that maybe that could have been a testament to just my connection with other players or what have you but i don't know but with warzone it felt just right it felt like multiplayer but in a bigger environment which i liked and then, you know, of course, the environment, the map was pretty awesome, at least from what I played. Uh, it pretty much seems to have a lot of the multiplayer maps, but in a combined world form, which I think is a pretty cool kind of approach to um, to uh, kind of this type of battle royale, if you will. So, I mean, uh, it's great. I have to say it's pretty great um, for what I played. I played uh, probably good maybe 10 10 or so hours i'd say so far but uh i don't know i just feel like uh, oh yeah i want to play this again i want to play this again get a better ideally get a get that chicken dinner or whatever so um and then uh, i think another cool aspect which is really cool and no other battle royale game is done is that basically you get these uh drops where you can basically um get your straight up class that you you know normally use in multiplayer or any other game that you uh customize to your liking so that in of itself kind of makes you you know more comfortable with a weapon uh you know and in turn uh will help you get more kills and things like that so um yeah and, and you know i feel like just the overall uh fairness feels more I, I think just the balance feels more fair. And I think that's another aspect that I didn't like about battle royale. So like, let's say, let's say I, the probably best correlation or comparison is blackout. 
So let's say, you know, uh, start a blackout match and we both drop in the same spot. I only <laughs> I only got the pistol I, I, I landed with and somebody got a shotgun. I feel like in that matchup, I, I like have no chance. But in in a war zone, I feel like I have more of a chance that, you know, as long as I aim right and get my shots uh pretty good, I guess that attests more to the time to kill, but it, it felt more fair, which I think that's probably one aspect that I was kind of um, you know, subconsciously wanting for uh for a battle royale game to kind of be more invested in want to play it more consistently. So um that's definitely one because uh you know the loot the loot system is is pretty reasonable i mean obviously there's going to be spots where there's a lot of good loot but i feel like in this game compared to the other battle royale games if i you know drop in a place that doesn't have a lot of good loot but you know has some decent weapons that as long as i have a weapon i'm gonna be okay that i have a chance at least in the other battle royale games, I feel like I didn't have a chance if I didn't have, you know, a top tier gun or the level four armor and stuff like that. But in this one, I don't know. It feels like things are more fair. That's probably the best way to describe it. I mean, I know that's the aspect for battle royale games where it's a lot of randomness and chance, but I don't know. I think that's kind of what I've been wanting for a battle royale game is just to have a little bit more fairness and kind of balance in terms you know hey i don't have all my armor plates but i have this rifle that's uncommon that doesn't have any attachments but i do stand a chance to kind of kill this other dude that has maybe slightly more better equipment than me which i think is you know it gives you more room for skill versus just luck which, uh, I mean, you know, obviously that's the appeal of Battle Royale in some cases, like I said before, but I don't know. I just wanted some more, <laughs> some more, uh, balance, I think, you know, but, um, yeah, man. Uh, oh man, I forgot. It was this <laughs> actually happened yesterday. I wish I recorded it too, but, oh man, funniest moment ever. Um, I was playing a random match with this guy. And, um, it seems like this dude was playing with his, like either his son or, uh, his younger brother or whatever. Um, funniest crap ever had me rolling. Um, so basically he, um, uh, I was killed. He was the only dude living. Uh, I think the other dude quit, quit out. Um, and basically, you know, I was seeing if he could get me revived cause it seemed pretty likely, uh, so his little brother said, as he was jumping off uh, a high building, he was like, what did he say? He said something like, uh, so if you, if you don't parachute, uh, when you hit the ground, will you die? And he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you will. Uh, yeah, man, you will. Whatever. Something like that. So <laughs> why did his ass do exactly that? He jumped off. And I guess he tried the parachute and maybe it didn't come out or he just didn't press it in, in time. But <laughs> exactly what he said, he freaking straight up died. And then he's like, well, all right, I guess we lost <laughs> completely because. And then he said after the fact, see, why'd you jinx me like that? <laughs> that freaking. Oh, that was the. St- <laughs> it was like, right. The, <laughs> the accuracy, the on timeness of it all was, uh, 
had me freaking rolling, man. <laughs> that was so, <laughs> just the curiosity of it. Like, Why'd you jinx me then? <laughs> oh, man. That, that was too funny to me. Oh, man. Because, yeah, you could hear his chatter on the headset talking to his uh, either younger brother or son. But, uh, <laughs> see, now you jinx me. <laughs> oh, it was so dumb. But, yeah, man, I don't know. Just a lot of aspects of uh, Warzone just really feels like it's going to be a mode I'm going to really put a lot of time into uh, in the coming future. Because, um, yeah, man, just uh, the drop-in system, um, of course, <laughs> they took, they in, in good credit, they took... Um, they obviously took um, Apex Legends uh, ping system in terms, you know, uh, being able to point out uh, areas, point out enemies and stuff, you know, with a simple button press, um, you know, for people that don't use headsets and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that works pretty well. You also get like you get freaking uh, you can use perks. Uh, well, you can use perks if you get the um, gun supply drops, which basically lets you get your your uh, custom loadout. Um, and that's the only way you can get perks as well. So, you know, there's that, uh, but you can also get uh kill streaks so you can, you know, with the currency in the game, which I think is a cool aspect as well. Uh, kind of adding that element, uh, kind of an economy to the game. Um, you know, cause basically, you know, you got to try to get enough money to revive your, uh, teammates and then there's that whole dynamic, like, you know, hopefully, oh man, if I loot this box, hopefully there's some money in it. Hopefully it's enough for me to revive my teammate and then go to a buy station and get them back in the game and, you know, stuff like that, which is pretty damn cool. I mean, one testament to that is like uh, one match we played so damn close. So basically, I think uh, my teammate, I think I died once, uh, shot, uh, won the gulag, came back. Uh, then my teammates died. I think both. Uh, then I revived. Uh, I, I got enough money to revive both of them. Uh, they came back. I died. Uh, but then uh, the one guy, um, we basically looped uh, until almost the end of the match where we ended up coming in second ultimately. Um, but, you know, that whole dynamic is just pretty cool. Just having a legitimate fair comeback mechanic outside of, you know, well, I guess just outright buying your teammates back. But again, you have to earn money to do that. So you can't just do that, you know, willy nilly unless you save enough money or, you know, maybe, uh, kind of delegate your money by, you know, giving all your money to the best player that's less likely to die. And then if you die, you can, you can kind of buy them back in and stuff like that. So it's a lot of dope mechanics coming into this game. Obviously, they're not the first to do it, but ah, man, I feel like they definitely, definitely, definitely refined it a lot. They definitely did. Um, Yeah, man, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I really am. So, uh, of course, crossplay as well. Um, So, man, yeah, boy, this is looking to be yeah uh modern warfare man it, it keeps changing up and i keep loving it you know it's like the your girlfriend you know she looks drastically different and then you're like damn okay all right i see you i see you you know 
I was trying to go there. You get what I'm saying? You know, when your girlfriend looked drastically different to the point where she looked like somebody else, you know, I'm assuming, uh, assuming how y'all role play or something. I don't know how y'all roll, okay? I'm just saying, all right? Get off my back. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um. So, yeah. The ever ongoing uh, uh, greatness that's Modern Warfare. This game, man. Uh, and I have to say, big ups to Activision for, you know, this whole initiative. They actually legitimately released a free-to-play Battle Royale game, uh, you know, as opposed to uh, Blackout, which is, you know, behind a paywall, you know, however cheap, but still, you know, 20 bucks at the least. But now this is completely free. And then, you know, um, if you already had the game, you only had to, like, download 20 extra gigabytes for this update, uh, I think for new people, they technically have to download the whole game. And then if they want to, you know, buy the, the main game, they could do that, which I think is a pretty ingenious, uh, you know, concept or, you know, methodology in terms of trying to get people to get your game, by you know, having a completely free mode that, you know, needs the players because that's another thing, too. It has 150 players, which is crazy. Uh, and I think they're possibly going to trying to get to 200 as well if, you know, everything permits. And I guess that's probably the one downside of I could think of, if any, that there isn't a um, there's only trios in the game. So you can't do uh, duos or, or a solo. Um, so hopefully when they bring that in, that's going to open the game up a lot for people, uh, include myself as well. I'd prefer to just be solo um, uh, if I had the option to. So, um, yeah, man, Modern Warfare, man, the greatness that is, um, so yeah, also, uh, play a little bit of Outer Worlds starting that game is starting to get the hooks in me. I'm actually got out of the initial start of the game. I actually thought that maybe that, that little city was the only part of the game, but it looks like it opens up reasonably. Uh, I know it's not that long of a game, you know, at for RPG, but um, I'm slowly chugging away at it. I don't know <laughs> when I'll get back to it now that uh, Call of Duty has just grabbed me by the balls and won't let go, but who knows? Uh, and of course, I finally, well, not finally, I, I was playing a little bit ago, but uh, actually uh, wanted to get a little bit more of that uh, outbreak in uh, Resident Evil outbreak be exact um you know on the cusp of uh resident evil 3 coming out um wanted to get my raccoon city fix in you know get that raccoon city shot so boy that game is great man that game is great so good to play uh and boy now that we're potentially gonna get uh re re uh remaster or uh collection Cherry on top, baby. Cherry on top. Boy. Yeah, just to be able to play all the... Man, to be able to play all the scenarios at once without switching games. That's That That in of itself is just going to be a worthy improvement for sure. So hopefully that comes to be true. I mean, that seems to be almost true at this point, it feels like. So, whew. Outbreak fans. We have arrived. We have arrived finally <laughs> Wait, like shoot, like 15 years later, we have arrived. 
guess technically 2014 when they um, brought these servers back up to actually play online with other people, but still, we have arrived. Um, outside of that, pretty much it. I uh, heard heard some. Uh, I plan to uh watch the the castle, the new season of Castlevania on uh, Netflix. Um, have not got a chance to watch that yet, but I plan to possibly do that maybe this weekend. Um. We'll see though. We'll see. I don't know. This 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 uh war zone might be might be taking me. Might be taking me to a whole new whole new lengths. Oh man, of course, man. Uh forgot about it. I I think all these episodes I, I skipped it. Um uh The Walking Dead. Man. Uh I mean I guess nothing crazy has been happening, but I mean, I've been watching it since uh, the mid-season premiere, um, but totally forgot to uh, talk about it, discuss it. But overall, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's not anything like crazy. It's some weirdness going on, but I'm still feeling engaged. Maybe I'm just biased or maybe I'm just a mindless zombie, you know, but or my bad Walker, uh, since we're talking about The Walking Dead. But um, yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just a comfort thing, but I don't know. I guess I'm not sure what it would take me to just be like, oh, this is horrible. I mean, maybe if they go to season two depths, but um, I don't know. I'm getting interested. They're doing some interesting stuff, I feel, you know, um, yeah, doing some interesting stuff i feel i think what happened this last oh yes yeah, stuff is starting to pick up this season actually this uh past episode uh yeah stuff is things are popping off um so i mean i'm not trying to i'm not gonna get into spoilers but i am thoroughly enjoying it uh the whole dynamic with the saviors not saviors boy that was a long time ago the um original survivors versus the uh, uh, whispers. So that whole dynamic is starting to feel like it's coming to some sort of climax, but we'll see. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, but man, yeah, this last episode definitely uh, hinted at a lot of what, what could and will happen. Um, boy, I'm not sure I'm ready. And boy, they have, uh, I mean, if you watch Walking Dead, you know, a lot of people die. So, I mean, that's not a shocker to anybody, but I'm actually surprised by the, the amount of space that they have, uh, not killed anybody technically. So that's pretty interesting. They have not killed any, anybody major as of yet, but, uh, who knows? I think they've been doing some good writing on that point where, you know, it's like now we were starting to get desensitized by everybody. Okay. All right. I guess he's going to die now and things like that. They've been, they've been getting some good, uh, you know, scares and, and, uh, you know, uh, fake outs here and there, but they haven't really committed as of yet. Uh, it seems like, so it makes sense though. Cause yeah, yeah. Like I was saying before, they were straight desensitizing us with everybody getting killed. So, I think they added enough space to kind of, uh, you know, hit, give us more of that impact of, uh, you know, when one of the the characters we have grown attachment to, uh, does a die. So, mm, v- 
very interested for this up ep- this next episode this weekend, but we shall see. Um, outside of that, guys, I think that does it for yet another episode of Switches Sites in the books. Um, write it, record it, uh, flip it and reverse it. That's not the Missy Elliott song I was trying to go for, but you know, uh, replace some words, put it in there. You get, you get what I'm saying. Um, guess some housekeeping, uh, in terms of pretty much all, at least the video episodes I've, I started recording, I think in August of last year, I think that's when I started. Um, I do have those up on YouTube. Um, I still have to edit, um, do some work on them, but that should be a go. So <laughs> all these damn episodes, like, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna do it. All right. I mean, it took a while, but Hey, I did it. All right. I, I hunkered down, got them uploaded. Now I just gotta, you know, uh, do some of the, you know, background work and get those finalized. Uh, still have work to do on, on, um, the audio portions or the audio only versions. I'm not sure. I may just like, just leave them to be as the MP3. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out, but just know that, uh, at least the archive of previous episodes are on the way. Um, what else? Of course, uh, you know, if you liked, uh, like this podcast or, or want to support the podcast, uh, feel free to rate, like, and subscribe on your, uh, on the various, uh, podcasts and platforms. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like to submit to the show, uh, feel free to submit them at aceswishtv at gmail.com as well. Um, of course, if you want to catch this podcast live, uh, in recording, uh, you can do so at Twitch TV, uh, forward slash a switch. Um, why did I do forward slash? You know what I mean? Maybe it's not a, it is a floor slash though. I didn't have to be that specific, but I did because I care. There you go. I didn't want to reveal that, but I did. Okay. I'm slivering out a little bit of the vulnerability. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm a hard, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm a hard man, but you could take that in a very wrong way, but you, you, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a stoic man, but you know, there's some gushiness in there in this hard exterior. There's a, you know, soft starburst, starburst, uh, inside, you know, there's, there's a little bit of that nougat in there. Uh, starburst and nougat. That would kind of be a cool, uh, that'd be a cool little blend. I think that's going to happen at some point. Starburst is going to team up with Milky Way. You're going to get Starburst nougat. Hey, I mean, ooh, I need to tell them that now. Let me get my money. Let me get my money. <laughs> Starburst nougat available now. Let's get risky. <laughs> that's the slogan. They're kind of unsure about it because like, uh, I'm not sure if people are going to like this. Uh, Let's get risky. 
first nougat. Let's get risky. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Not sure how we got there. Well, you know, <laughs> let's just let it be. I'm going to just let it be. Um, Yeah, guys, uh, until next time, uh, wash your damn hands. Um, Just be be more, I guess, clean than you were or you should have been before, basically. Um, you know, I ain't scared of no damn virus. All right. I mean, if stuff gets crazy and people are turning to zombies, that's when I'll be a little scared and concerned. But you know what? Uh, I, I'm just I'm, I'm be I'm be uh, candid with y'all. Uh, fuck the coronavirus. All right. Everything it stood for stands for. Uh, fuck it all. I don't give a damn. You hear me? I'm just saying. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm not sure I was trying to go with that, but you know what? Fuck the coronavirus. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, ruining everything that, uh, we all love and know taking up all the damn toilet paper. Okay. Taking up all the damn hand and sanitizer. Okay. I don't need that as much, but I'm prepared either way. So, you know, stay ready, but, uh, come on now toilet paper. Like, come on, be considerate of it, people in this damn state country. We we need to everybody need to wipe the ass. All right. I'm just saying, don't be taking that privilege from us. Assholes. All right. I'm just saying people, people at all these damn, uh, these damn um, Costco's and uh, these damn uh, gnomes coming at the damn uh, grocery stores, taking up all the damn toilet paper for nobody else to get. What is wrong with y'all? Just saying, okay. Sorry, I'm venting a little bit because that's just messed up. People, there's people in dire need to have their asses wiped and, and motherfuckers taking the taking that privilege from us for their own selfish beings. Okay. Just take what you need. Don't, don't oversupply. All right. Damn. Ugh. that just the thought of that annoys me. We, we can't wipe our ass. That is crazy. I don't know why. Ugh. I'm just, just the thought of that is kind of making me mad that if you don't, <laughs> if you need some toilet paper, you cannot get that right now because people are taking more than they need. I'm sorry. Let me get off my soapbox. I'm sorry. That just, just something about that just bothers me for some reason. You know, just, just the thought of somebody taking more than what they need, you know, greed for some toilet paper of all things, a necessity in life, I guess, maybe not a necessity, but I mean, you know, you know, you don't want to have your butt, <laughs> your butt just unwiped. That's just nasty. <laughs> whatever okay i'm done i'm sorry i'm over my time um thanks for watching guys till next time
nobody's safe. <laughs>